You are listening to NFT Talk Show, where we put the T in NFT. I am your host, Tony Payne, and if you have ever wanted to know anything and everything, including all the juicy deets about NFTs, you are in the right place. So buckle up, get ready, and let's go. Welcome to another episode of the NFT Talk Show podcast. It is still Women's History Month, and we are highlighting some of the wonderful artists in Web3. And in today's episode, I have with me a mixed media artist. Um, she calls herself a mixed media maxi, a future craft, a, an agenda, mom-making camera glitched fiber-based collages with a history in <laughs> wow <laughs> I think it's I've been put on the, I think I've been put on the spot so I'm gonna I'm just gonna let you come on and um do your intro Ashira um welcome to the NFT talk show podcast Tony Payne thank you so much thank you so much for having me um, my pleasure so you know what I, I'm passing the torch to you could you introduce Ashira? Tell us who you are. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, it's a lot. I mean, there's, you know, um, it can be a tongue twister a little bit. I see. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, essentially, so I recently discovered uh, or came across the term maximalism mm-hmm. uh, for art, you know, like maximalism, des- maximalist design and like all that, yeah. you know, all that. And I was like, wow, that, that makes so much sense for me as an artist. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel right now, uh, that I can, you know, I can say in the most simple terms, I'm a maximalist. I'm a maximalist artist. Um, I use anything and everything in my work. Um, I've been collecting, uh, ways of working and adding, you know, different, uh, methods and tools to my, you know, ever expanding toolbox of, yeah. of ways that I work, you know, and, uh, I come from, um, my first art love, uh, was ceramics, mm-hmm. uh, and photography. Uh, since Yay. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> photo- I mean, I started, listen, I was the kid, I was the kid that was making my parents pose with one of my dolls for like family portraits. Okay. Like when I was like, I don't know, six or seven or something, yeah. you know, whatever I was, you know? Um, and then, you know, and then I took a lot of, uh, a lot of street photos along mm-hmm. the way. Um, and that was, you know, and so I, so I had, you know, I had, I think we all as artists develop our eyes in different ways. And so from a very young age, I think I was fr- with photography, just continuously developing my eye Um, And then just bringing everything into the work. And so it's just been a progression. Um, And in the last few years, I've been working with uh, a lot of fibers um, and papers and my sewing machine and and creating collages uh, and doing, you know, just working in ways... um, that, that I find exciting and hopefully other people's, other people do too. Um, and before you you continue, let me just tell everyone, Ashira (laughs) puts her hair in (laughs) the day that I saw your art and I was like, wait, is that your hair? Yes. I'm like, well, (laughs) 
Yes. And, is, you know, that yeah, is pretty I mean, creative. That is, that's actually pretty creative. You know, I, I mean, as somebody that shoots still life, I'm always sitting there like thinking, how can I tell a story? I, I mean, I do mostly florals, but sometimes I sit there like if I wanted to actually tell a bigger or deeper story, how can I do that? And I almost want to say you're like a mixed media still life artist because you use um, all these, you know, um, tools to create another piece. Like you put all these found, it is found still life together to create a whole new piece. Um, and I find that so interesting. Thank you. Um, I think, you know, in my work, I, I tend to collect and save, um, like the little, the, the bits that don't go into the work, right? Mm -hmm. So like if I'm, if I'm, if I'm making a collage and I'm cutting, you know, pieces of papers that I've dyed and painted and otherwise colored, and then I'm sewing those pieces together with my sewing machine and maybe mm -hmm. this little bit doesn't fit. Like I don't ever want to throw those little pieces away. Um, and so I've been collecting these pieces like for, you know, for decades, like just these little tiny bits and little edges of threads and, yeah. um, and, and things that, you know, like this buddy gave me a little tiny plastic frog that's still in my drawer and that brings these memories back mm -hmm. to me. And, you know, and so I think, um, you know, and, and starting from photography and ceramics and, and having that and doing self portraits, right? Like what photographer has not done self portraits? Um, Me? and so, so <laughs> right. Oh, you Actually, that's a lie. That's a lie. I have, I have, um, Even if not officially, not, like I do, yeah. I do stuff here and there, but not like the the kind of self portrait that I really would envisage myself doing for me. I haven't done it yet. Um, and I don't know why, maybe I'm a little camera shy. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. it's I on mean, my bucket list for sure. Totally. But there's different ways that we do self-portraits. Like self-portraits don't necessarily have to be like, oh, I'm turning the camera around and focusing on my face, you know, mm -hmm, like, like mm -hmm. so these, I mean, the pieces that I'm making now, bringing all of these other, you know, bits of myself from other pieces that I've made in the past and other, you know, little uh, ephemera, is that the word? Like little bits of collections of, you know, uh, this person gave me this little shell and um, like I'm sitting here looking at my desk and I'm, I'm you know, I'm looking at like a, a letter that my high school English teacher wrote to me, you know, exactly. um, you know, so there's all these things that we can that that make that make up ourselves. Um, and I think, um, you know, the pieces that I've been making lately, uh, you mentioned uh, that I put my hair, uh, in my work, you know, and, and I do like the way I'm making my pieces right now, I've been, um, I'm doing something called scanography. Yeah. Uh, and, and that is a way of taking camera list photos, uh, mm -hmm. using a scanner, a scanner. So, yeah. Yeah. Using a scanner. And so, excuse me. Um, and so, while I've been playing with my little tiny pieces on the scanner. So, I mean, essentially I've come back to photography. Yeah. With my so work I have now. A, I have a question about that. Yeah. Um, I know they have scanners that scan um, in um, color. Um, mm -hmm. How, like when you scan the pieces, cause I, I've been, I've been toying with this idea of doing some live flowers. Um, yeah. And yeah. You just, should. 
instead of discarding them, doing like, you know, pieces using a scanner. But I've often wondered, like, before I go invest in a scanner, um, how does, how's the output in terms of like quality? So, so that is like research that, Mm -hmm. that we can talk talk about that I can, that I can help you with for sure. Um, there is you, you in particular should look like the way that I'm doing scenography. I haven't, I have it like, listen, there's nothing new under the sun, right? Like that. I firmly believe that. Yeah. And, and right. And saying that when I, when I first started doing this, I didn't know that other people did this. Mm-hmm. I just started laying out, like I was already working with my scanner as an NFT, you know, as an artist making NFTs, as an mm-hmm. artist who makes physical pieces and then has to turn those into digital uh, files in order to yeah. make NFTs out of them. I was already, I had already invested in a good scanner. Um, and so then once I was doing that, it was not the way I work in general with small, tiny pieces of paper and threads and little bits of whatever, mm-hmm. um, that make its way into my work. It was not, it was not a far jump to just start laying out those pieces directly on the scanner. Okay. Um, and so I started playing with threads and I was like, Oh, I can actually make a little animation just using my thread and just taking these photographs on the scanner. Like, that's cool. Let me try that okay, that was interesting. Let me try this. And so in my work, I just continuously push, push, push. What else can I do? What else yeah. can I do? What else can I do? How and that's what makes, I do it this way. And that's what makes art fun, right? Just right. the ability to just keep pushing and pushing and, you know, um, bringing your imagination and ideas to life. I think that for me, that's what makes it, that's what makes it super fun. Um, totally. when I'm able to do that. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah. So, so, you know, so then I started making these pieces directly on the scanner and I started creating, um, collages, the collages mm-hmm. that I was making on paper with my sewing machine. I was turning those face down and adding things that, you know, that were not, were not necessarily, they weren't tacked down. Like they weren't, they weren't, once I took them off the scanner, the only thing that existed was the digital file. So mm-hmm. then I realized, okay, like what I'm actually doing here is I'm creating, Oh, I yeah, see. I'm, I'm creating a photograph. Like the end artwork is a photograph, Yeah, you know, without a, a, without a real, um, because it doesn't exist. It, it doesn't, um, it is, the pieces yeah. don't exist. Cause once you take them exactly. off the scanner, you can't recreate. Oh, wow. Exactly. And so then not only that, that's then a one of like, one, <laughs> right, right. It is a yeah. true one of one, mm-hmm. you know, and, and in this way, you know, I am really taking a photograph of a moment. Yeah. Um, and so then I was like, well, what else can I do? And so then I started, uh, I started, I wanted to, um, I wanted to move, I wanted to see how I could sort of move, you know, sort of manipulate what I had on the scanner while the image was being taken. Taken. So then, right. So then I started, uh, manipulating my pieces, like the pieces of papers and threads and kind of, and glitching them, uh, by hand, um, on, you know, as the image was being taken so that the light, you know, splits, whatever it does, I'm not going to mm-hmm. get into the technicalities. And so it creates things like rainbows in my particular scanner. There's different scanners and I can go into the technicalities and all that in the particular scanner that I have, it creates these like fractured rainbows. Um, and so then I was, you know, moving my own hands in Mm -hmm. like taking, you know, scanning my fingertips and, um, you know, and like, what else can I do? What else can I do? What else can I do? We're going to need you to put the side of your face. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I, you know, listen, I have, I have a piece that has part of my ear in it. You know, oh, I, have, yeah. I have one piece. I think I remember, I remember that. Yeah. Piece as well. <laughs> yeah. I have, a, I have a piece that has, it has my first tattoo in it. I like, can I imagine made, how much fun you have when you're creating. It's, it's fun. And it's also this sort of, you know, um, as somebody who grew up in, like, you know, a few miles south of Hollywood in Los mm-hmm. Angeles, right? Like surrounded by, uh, you know, Hollywood culture. And as someone who grew up in an extremely um, sheltered environment as well, having mm-hmm. grown up, like I, I grew up, I grew up ultra, ultra Orthodox Jewish. Like I grew yeah. up, I grew up like I wasn't supposed to read you know, non-Jewish books or listen to non-Jewish music or, or any of this stuff. So like the, the way, like my whole world's like all of my world. And then I decided to not be that, you know, like I decided to leave that whole world. Do you think that has influenced your art? Like a thousand gazillion percent, like the way that everything is like, I, I'm always looking at the ways that things are fractured and Mm -hmm. things these are, I'm always looking at the ways that, I, the ways that I can piece together, um, like all these different aspects of my life and like who I am and how that works and does it work and, and will it, will it work? And how do mm-hmm. I, you know, with, with, with everything, with my family, with my kids, with my, uh, with my, with my education, you know, mm-hmm. with my, with the way the world is like, there's just so many different, um, it feels, it feels to me in my life, like, um, uh, how do I say this? There's been, there's so many, we we all have so many different parts of ourselves, right? And we all have to reconcile who we are and what we want to do and what we want to be and who, and what people that are, that we, that we love and respect what they how they see us and how they want us to be. And, yeah. and we all have to reconcile that with who we are and how we are going to be in the world and what we're taught and what we want to learn and what we haven't learned. And, and just, there's just so many things going on all the time. Um, you know, and so you know think- what's funny um, is um, that you say that because the other day I was saying, you know, sometimes an artwork is just about the soul of that artist. Um, I found that, you know, a lot of times it's like, there's this, especially in web three, this pressure to have some sort of intricate story. Like, and then I walked into the moon and then the hilltop, (laughs) you know, came to my feet and then I stepped on it. And then I said, alas, this artwork is. Yeah. I mean, that art is just a piece of that person. And that is just what it is. They're just expressing themselves they're just saying yeah. who they are sharing a piece of themselves with you um the consumer or the viewer or the collector or whatever and it is not just more than that so maybe this is how the artist is telling you learn about me know about me appreciate me and yeah. least, you know we must have like some sort of like you know i went to a you know space and then <laughs> i'm sitting here like i think oh. i think that with the nft i think that you know if we're talking specifically look every every i think if we're talking about specifically about nfts right and the way that nfts have been sold in the last couple of years mm-hmm. um you know it is a real different animal than Oof. uh than other, than <laughs> other werewolves, you know, and there's, and, and it is because it's, it's attached so directly to money markets. And we can talk about that, 
you know, for a long time too, but there did develop this way where people had to kind of sell themselves and Mm -hmm. the way that that, and that it's not that that's not the case in other art worlds. Like we always, as artists, you know, we always are having to sort of sell ourselves. Like, honestly, I think that's been one of my personal downfalls as an artist is that I oh, you're am not so alone. invested, <laughs> right? Like I'm so invested in making the art and like the art is, you know, it's so much part of my own personal process and me reconciling exactly. you know, my world, you know? Yeah. And so then when people, when it resonates with people, like that's like a super bonus. A plus, exactly. I right. Feel that. And so, you know, and so, and then on top of that, if people want to purchase it like that is like even better like how amazing you know but but that is different than somebody um like like I kind of wish that I had more of that other side of like you know the sales and marketing side the commercial side right the commercial side you know because it would certainly make you know make it easier to on some levels to continue you know, making this work and I make it anyways, you know, but like, I have always been an artist. You know, I've been an artist. Go ahead. Are we, are we glitched? Are we, are we? We're not, we're not. I was, I was talking over you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) No, I was just, I was just going to say that like, you know, I am an artist who has, who has always had, you know, multiple other jobs, Mm -hmm. um, you know, besides being an artist, because I have always wanted to like, just make my artwork. And I didn't want to have to worry about, um, is somebody going to like it to, to be able to, you know, want to buy it and, mm-hmm. and live with it and that. And, and then, you know, as I progressed, um, uh, and I was selling work, it became really, really important to me, um, that people understand that they, that they can collect artwork too, that it doesn't have, that art doesn't have to be something that is like in a museum or in a gallery or something. So I started making work that was, you know, in my mind, really, really affordable. Um, And I would sell those, you know, I lived in this artist colony um, in Los Angeles for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I was selling pieces for very inexpensive and, and the, and I was selling them directly to people, you know, like not through galleries. Yeah. And that experience, like that, that, that was super motivating for me. Like to have that experience of exchanging, yeah. um, you know, my artwork and seeing what people chose and what people were drawn to and how it moved them. Um, and so that was something that when I came into the NFT space, like that really motivated me. Um, and so now I think I'm in a much different sort of space where like, I do want to talk about my work more. I do want to, you know, like explain sort of, you know, it it gives me the same direct, um, personal contact with, with my collectors. Um, but there is this thing where artists have to like talk about their work more. Um, and there is that aspect of like marketing and, you know, uh, the sort of, stuff that I kind of always shied away from. Yeah. Um, but you know, but it's been, it's been like a really awesome experience being here and, and, um, uh, I get to meet amazing people like you. Yay. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you are yeah. amazing too. <laughs> Thank but you. yeah, I, Thank I, you. I feel you. But, um, oh, but wait, I wanted to tell you. Oh yeah, go ahead. Wait, wait, I wanted to tell you that, that when I, so when I start, when I was making these pieces on the scanner, I was like, okay, like I'm doing all this stuff because I'm pushing my own work and it's not like anybody said, Hey, 
uh, you should check out scanography or this, that, or the other thing. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I was like, look, there's a Shira. There's no way that you're the first person to come up with the idea of taking, uh, you know, like of making artwork in this way. Like there's just, you know, like you're not the first person, you know, to do this. So I started doing some research and that was when I came across the term scanography, Got and I was it. like, oh, there is a, con- there's a context for this. There's a whole, there's a bunch of people that are, there's not a ton of people, but there are people. And the reason why I keep, co- why I'm coming back to it for you personally is because most of, of what I've seen of scanography does, um, the images and the artists are using, uh, live plants and plants, flowers yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the, and the images that come out are incredible because the way the light like moves through them, yeah. um, and like, oh my God, Ugh. I'm sorry. I just, I just got so like, I just got so excited about light for a second and like translucency and like the way, the way light moves through like the, the image, you know, the, the plant matter and, and the way the light moves through that's my papers. The, that's the photographer in you talking. It is. <laughs> We're like it a really little is. obsessed. We're so obsessed with light. It's crazy. Oh, light, texture, color, yep. all of it. I want to like, I just want it. I want it all, you know? Yeah. And I think that's why I make the work that I do. Like, I think because I love all that stuff so much, you know? So like you do see spray paint in my work and you do see like dyes and fibers mm-hmm. and different types of papers. And now I'm taking these pieces and I'm glitching them in apps, you know? And so I'm turning, um, I'm turning these very physical, tactile, ephemeral yeah. pieces that I'm making on my scanner with using the scanography technique. And then I'm bringing those back into, um, like other apps, you know, and I'm just having fun in fun these apps it. and, and creating all new artwork out of one piece that I made, you know, on, so, so, and I think, yeah, I just love art. (laughs) I feel you like, you could tell like somebody that's very passionate about their art, like when they start explaining, but again, like I said, you know, um, and for me, I think that is enough, you know, that is the fact that you're passionate and this is your art is about you. I think it should always be, um, more than enough. And, you know, people should be able to, you know, resonate with that, um, without it being too complex or, you know, uh, let me embellish a little bit or not. Um, I think as artists, we always understand that we're we're more than enough. Go ahead. And yes, a thousand percent artists, a thousand percent need to understand that we are more than enough. What we do is more than enough. Um, you know, and all that. And, I also do think it's important for artists to be able to, you know, if they want to, to, if they want to let other people in, in a more, in a deeper way on how much it does mean to them. Like for me, with the collections that I'm currently working on, like Mm -hmm. Pony, I've minted, okay, when I first got into the NFT space, I minted a handful of pieces. It was very early on. um, And it was mostly, it was, it was, some of it was artwork that I, I made that then that I just scanned and put in, um, and just created artwork or created NFTs out of artwork that I had already made. Um, and I, and I love it and it's some of my favorite work. Um, but after I did that, I was like, okay, I want to do, if I'm going to make NFTs, I want to do something that I would not necessarily have done without NFTs. Um, and so for me exploring in the ways like, like I have work that was, that is glitch work. Yeah. Um, that is using like these kind of things like 
from like, I think the last, I just discovered work that I did in like 2012, I think. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, wow. Like, like I already had a taste for this, but I didn't have, I couldn't see any way to do anything with it. Like other than like, you know, share it on social media or something, you know, like it just wasn't like, I didn't know how to, how to move forward, um, with anything with, with that, with, you know, with this sort of stuff. And so now to come back to this where I have like all these tools and I can really turn all of this into, um, you know, like full, like full, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like, like fully developed, you know, like developed artwork that I'm ready to like put out into the world. Um, you know, so like I, like I minted, I think two pieces last year or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like, I'm not somebody who like just, you know, mints, mints, mints work. Uh, like, and so now I'm like, okay, now I'm like working on three different collections at once. Um, I have, like, you know, I have like 1500, um, pieces that now I have to like, yeah, yeah. One to five. Oh, yes, oh. I know. It's are you, like, are like, you doing generative or you're doing it by, by, yeah, by well, hand? So I can, okay. So I made the, I made the original, this is like the GM, the, we still GM. Piece yeah, that yeah. I made. Right. Okay. So, so I made that piece. And then I went back into it and I started using different apps and making all these artworks um, from that one piece. And they are beautiful, like with the textures and the papers and uh-huh. the, the paints and the threads. Like, and so, so I have you thought about process. What? Have you thought about generative, like maybe trying well, that? I've been, I've been, I've been toying with the. Well, I consider, I consider these generative. And yeah. I, I absolutely consider these generative. Um, they're not generative in the sense that we typically think of generative artwork in the NFT space as we yeah. see it now. But I am generating them. True. I'm generating them with these apps and I'm Manually. playing inside yeah. the apps, you know, but these are you know, but these are being generated in semi-random ways yeah. using my, using my original artwork to create these completely new pieces. And because, because the original artwork, because it's so high res, you know, so mm-hmm. these pieces are high res. Like I can print these pieces at like, I don't know, probably three feet wide. You oh, know, like, wow. Be, yeah. You know, my, like the scanner that I have, like, it's, I'm going to need a, the name of your scanner. I was I like, you know what? I'm just going to carry, I'm going to carry a basket of flowers to FedEx and <laughs> Tony, Tony, just come over. Hello. Come over and play with my scanner. <laughs> I can see if you like it. I'm serious. <laughs> you know, come over, see if you like it, you know, start collecting um, all my flowers. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you, it's been my, it's been my, um, it has been one of my number one investments in, in myself, in my artwork has been, has been a good scanner um, yeah. as somebody who makes, as somebody who makes physical work, like with mm-hmm. papers and, and all that, like to have that ability to, um, you know, to make digital, uh, my, to make my physical pieces digital, um, has just been, uh, it's just, what's the word? Like it's, it's integral. It's like, it's just so important for, for artists now. Yeah. Um, or absolutely. to have like a really, really good, uh, you know, super, super good camera, but, but I cannot, <laughs> I, I would not, I mean, you know, granted I'm using my scanner in ways that a photographer would not be, but I would not be able, I don't think there's a camera that 
takes pictures as high, I mean, I'm sure there is obviously a camera that takes pictures as high res as my scanner. Yeah. But I don't think I would be able to afford it. <laughs> oh, I know. Right. Tell me about it. I've been on, I've been on the market for a new camera for maybe two years now. And I still like, if, if I want to talk about the camera that I want yeah, and I'm like, Ugh. the moment I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a new camera. Then some bill will pop its head up and it's yeah. gone. And I'm like, you know well, what? <laughs> just think, the longer the longer you wait, the better the technology will be, right? Well, true. Or I'm just gonna <laughs> hope somebody just says, "Oh, oh Tony's your birthday." Yes. <laughs> no, no, really. What's gonna happen? Is somebody's really what's gonna happen is somebody's gonna say, "I want that piece for five gazillion dollars." Amen to that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. I, I it. will. I will wholeheartedly. I will wholeheartedly claim that for real. <laughs> Please do. Yeah, for, for all of us. Let's do it. Let's, let's absolutely do it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, think- I love, um, you know, I love talking to artists that are super passionate about their art because it, it always makes for an interesting <laughs> con- conversation because it's like, oh, yeah, I feel that too. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I know. I know how that feels, yeah, <laughs> you know, I know. And like the things that move us, you know, it's like yeah. there's. I was talking to another artist and they were like, yeah, I can't describe it. Like, I just want to eat it. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I know what you're saying. Like, and I've described it like that, like color and texture. Like, I'm like, I just want to eat it. Yep. You know? And it's like, cause, and it's this feeling of like wanting to con- be consumed, consume, like just have it be all, all encompassing, like all everything. Like it just, yeah. yeah, art, art is so, and it's so meditative for me, like to get in that flow of making artwork. Like that's a whole thing, you know, like there's a that's whole, like, true. like I'm not, you know, because I left my extreme religious upbringing, mm-hmm. um, like that's, that was like, you know, 20 plus years ago for me that I left. Yeah. Um, and so it has been an interesting thing to co- sort of come back, um, to like, us some sort of spirituality or be able to even like, you know, go there. But yeah. I really find, like, I find spirituality when I am in the flow of making artwork, you know, oh. and, and like the way, the way these, the way I'm making like all these new pieces mm-hmm. from, from this one piece, you know, yeah. like that, that is, that is life, right? Like that is like, we have all these paths and we have all these choices. We have all these, you know, these minute little moments of things that can shift everything. Right. And so like, yeah. I feel like with making these, all these different pieces out of this one piece, it's like, it's like, all of these different levels of existence, all these planes of reality. I don't even know what, right? Like all these, all these different paths that we could have yeah. taken that we did take on some level. Do they exist? Do they not? Are they here? You know, I'm probably, I've learned to never say never, but I'm probably not putting <laughs> a collection of 1500 pieces out. Like this was just like to say, you know, it, it, I think my point in saying that, like, I'll never gonna, say I, never for sure on that one. Never, yeah. yeah. Cause you, never you know, never. I have this thing I'm working on right now. It's a goal. I'm not going to say exactly what it is, but, um, it's a goal to get my art in homes, but there's a certain number yeah. that I yeah. am gunning for. So never say never because 1500 is not a lot. Oh, I um, know. Yeah. I know. So I know for this particular collection, however, so like basically everybody who has, Everybody who has an edition of the original piece, we still GM. We'll yeah. be able to. We'll be able to claim uh, one of these edition, one of these one of ones, one of these. Uh, I'm I'm going to call them generative one of ones, even though they, even though 
I am, you know, like I go back in after I'm playing with the apps and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like adjusting and fixing things on whatever. So they're not, they're not generative in that they are just spit out during the minting and then they're done. Like these are pieces that I'm generating Gen- yeah. you know, using, using the stuff and that using my, my, my apps and whatever. And then, um, you know, and then kind of playing with again afterwards. So they are all one of ones. Um, but you know, so I'm going to edit them down. I haven't come up with, uh, with a number yet. Um, but to be honest, I, I am happy to build my community more slowly and my collector base more slowly. Like I don't want to just drop an addition of or not an addition. I don't want to drop a collection of 1500 pieces right now because I don't want, um, I don't want that. I, there's a certain pressure in the NFT world yeah. um, that like, if you don't sell out or like there's a, there's a, there's a, um, a, I don't know, like a price pressure or a something like some sort of pressure around, around that, at, that then gets translated into, um, you know, quote unquote, like how good of an artist or how, like, it's this weird sort of thing. And like, I just don't want that. I feel you. you know? yeah. Like, yeah. It doesn't even so. make any sense for me because even in um, the traditional art world, there are artists that their work might sit in a gallery and it does not oh, mean 100%. they're, you know, a hundred percent. But those artists also are not creating 1500 pieces at a time. Well, true. True. You know, That's like right. they're like, so that is, that is something there's a lot to listen. It's very nuanced. There's a lot to consider, at least for me, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and there's, there's a lot to consider and there's a lot to play with, you know, like, I don't think that, um, you know, that, I mean, you know, whatever we can say like blockchain is set in stone and all that, but like the reality is it's not, there's room to play. Like, you know, and, and the other thing is I don't have to mint all of these 1500 pieces, Yeah, but, you know, like I have a website right? Which I've, I've kind of neglected for a couple of years. So nobody <laughs> look at that right now, but I am going to like, I, but, but my point is, is that, you know, like some of these pieces might not be minted, but they might be available for as photography prints, you know? That like, would be awesome. Well, I mean, not, they might be, but they will be like, they, like yeah. that, you know, like, like the, we still GM is going to be available as a, as a photograph. That actually you know? would be awesome. Like I, I could see so, that. Like I, I mean, me personally, I, I have my prints on my wall in my house and I enjoy yeah. looking at them. Mm-hmm. They brighten up my day. They cheer me up. So I can totally, totally see that we still GM. I can see that um, in offices. I can see that yeah. um, in people's private spaces. Um, yeah. And so and like I- different speeds, different, my, my whole, like, I don't know. Part of my one of one one of my many <laughs> mottos is one of my many mottos is different speeds for different needs, you Definitely. know? Different speeds for different needs. And so for some people, all they want to do is collect NFTs and they just want the digital piece and they don't want anything to do with a physical artwork. Mm-hmm. And other people want that physical artwork. And the, yeah. and some people don't give a don't care about NFTs and they just want a physical piece. Yeah. And so with this, with this particular collection, um, uh, I think, right? Nobody, nobody quote me on this, but I think what's been, I'm, I'm going to edit, I'm going to edit this collection down to, I'm not sure what number yet, mm-hmm. but each person who has a Weasel GM will be able to collect, will be able to collect one, uh, will be able to claim one. And then there will be some amount that will be for sale. And then, uh, the ones that are not turned into NFTs, 
I will, I, I might have those as open edition photographs on my website, or I might have those as one of one photographs on my website. And maybe that, have some sort you know, of burn so, to claim. Like, I mean, you know how I we do that. Yeah, you know how I we do think, burn to claim in Web3, yeah, where you burn to yeah. claim another NFT? No. How about totally. we burn to claim a print? Yeah, people do that. There, yeah. There's definitely people that do that, but I don't, I don't think. Like, I mean, diff- you know, again, different speeds for different needs, but like, yeah. I'm not super bullish on burning my artwork. Like, I don't think there's a, like, I'm True. okay, you know, I'm okay with like, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe at some point if there's some reason to like, quote unquote, create more scarcity or whatever, but that's also not really my thing. You yeah. know, like I, like I am somewhat like I want people to enjoy work. Like I want my work to be collected by regular people, you mm-hmm. know, like I want, like, of course I have like, listen, even in my, with my, I keep saying, listen, right. Like as if people are not listening. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. Listen, listen. Are you listening? Are you I listening? Don't have any to choice. Me? I am listening. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I am listening. Stop yelling at me. Um, but you know, am I like with my physical work, I have work in different sizes. I have works that are literally $25, you know, Mm -hmm. because I want, I want that 16 year old kid to be like, Oh my gosh, I I, I can buy this, you know, like I can buy this and I can live with it and I can hang it up in my room. Oh my God. Like that is a revelation for people sometimes, you know, I don't want it to be like, okay, yeah, this is art. I look at it and it costs $45,000, you know, so I'm just going to look at it somewhere and then go home, you know? Um, and, but yeah, so I have work that's like 25 bucks and I also have work that's thousands of dollars. Yeah. Like there, I love to have a range of, of prices, you know, and things like that. So I want to give people the opportunity to collect my work for not that much money, you know? So, um, so I don't know if, you know, at some point, maybe, um, at some point, maybe I would do a burn. I don't know. Um, so maybe not even burn the art itself. Maybe if you're, um, like okay so maybe it would be like what they're what they're gonna mint is like the token not the actual art and they can use that token like it could be two mints where if you want the nft then you mint the nft but if you want the print you mint this token and that token is what you're gonna use to claim um like you know token like a placeholder is what you're gonna use to claim the print yeah i mean there's different yeah, there's different ways to do it. There's different ways to do it. Like I know um, a buddy of mine who goes by Quantum Variant, Joseph, yeah. he did a collection. Right. So he did a collection, a generative collection, and mm-hmm. then people can claim, they can claim a signed print. And then oh, nice. I don't know if, I don't know if he's marking it off after that, or like somehow it's marked that that print has been claimed. So the NFT is not getting, I don't think the NFT is getting burned, but it's just being marked off that that print has already been claimed. So there's just a one of one and whoever claimed it, claimed it for themselves. And then, you know, maybe those tokens in the future will be worth less because it doesn't have the physical piece, you know, know, there's, there's different ways to play with it for my purposes. Honestly, um, I don't think that everything has to be an NFT and I don't think that every NFT has to be physical, you know? So, so I do, I do want to create a way for my collectors, the collectors of my NFTs to be able to print, um, or to be able to make a physical piece, um, or sorry, to be able to have a physical piece if they would like one. Um, so, you know, so maybe I will make, I will make a way for, 
people to be able to claim a signed one of one of their mm-hmm. NFT. Those or, are fun. Right. Or, mm-hmm. um, or the other thing, you know, just on my website, like some of these pieces that I'm calling generative pieces, these like glitchy pieces that I made from the We Still GM piece, um, the one, some of those that are not minted, like I'll probably just have some of those uh, for sale as open editions on my website as photographs yeah. um, that people can buy and they just won't be NFTs. You know, like there's like, I have no issue with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so there's, there's just, I don't know with NFTs, like there's just so, so many much different ways do. to play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So many different ways to play. And, and that's so one of fun. the reasons, um, you know, I, I really appreciate and like the technology itself. Um, I know like within totally. the NFT space and even on my podcast, um, I get really, um, you know, bothered by a lot of things, but because I, I believe that tech is amazing and it, yeah. it just can be used for so many things. And me personally, I'm like, even if I leave, like, let's say I decide I'm not doing NFTs anymore and I wanted to leave yeah. the space, I would still use the technology. Totally. Um, if I wanted to do a hundred percent physical, I would use the technology to do my certificates. Yeah. I would make sure they're on I mean, the blockchain somewhere. Shepard Ferry, Shepard Ferry has been using uh, blockchain, you know, uh, I think I think it's on Bitcoin as mm-hmm. a certificates of authenticity for many years. I need years. to check out all these yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. You know, I need to, cause those are good ideas. I think those are good ideas. And I think once other people outside of the Web3 space start seeing these examples, then they'll be more inclined, like, oh, okay, I can just use this kind of like, you know, I'm using there's, my email and things yeah. like that. There's so, there's so much outside of like our little, you know, the bubble. whole like collectible <laughs> bubble, like the whole like NFT art market on Twitter, like all that. There's so Oh my much. God, tell me about there's it. There's so yeah. much more, you know? And so like, again, like I try to not get, like I'm not, for me, I see... Of course, there's so many frustrating things going on. You know, there's so many, <laughs> there's so many like shady people and like, Oof. but, but, but there's also so many people who are so freaking awesome and who are True. doing so many incredible things and who are really building amazing yep. projects and amazing, you know, like, I mean, look at, look at like the, uh, I mean, like the, like the guy who's doing Farcaster, which is like the, you know, seems like a it's like a basically a twitter but like gonna at some point gonna be decentralized like just i mean what is it called farcaster farcaster yeah but you know everything Um, wait what no i don't i don't i don't i I mean there's so much there's listen there's so much nobody can ever keep track of everything here there's just no way um and so it seems like we all know everything because we all know different things (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, but nobody knows everything and run away from anybody who says that they know everything. Um, hey, I know everything. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <know everything. laughs> yeah. No, but you know, it's, um, there is a lot that is very disheartening. I'm not going to lie. You know, we know that. Um, and there's a lot that is so the opposite that is just so sweet and so heartening yeah. and so amazing. And, you know, and like, there just is a whole lot of good mixed in with a whole lot of not so great right now. Yeah. And part of the maturation, you know, like it's really like, we love to say it, but it's a really young space. Like, and part of the maturation of the space is going to be, you know, that we shake these things out. And I appreciate a bear market for that reason. 
True, you know, like I allows you to see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, there's just less noise. You know, there's less noise. Yeah. The trick, my, in my, in my mind, the trick is going to be, uh, the next bull run. Are we going to remember the shady people who are going to come We're not. back around? We're not. And I'm going to tell you, see, right? No, this no, no. Down. I have a list. I actually have a list. <laughs> I do. I have a, I have a list. I have a, and it's on Twitter, but I'll take it off. But I have a list. I have a list. Um, you know, Twitter lets you do like your lists on whatever. Yeah. I have a list. Oh. I, have, I have a shady, I have a shady list. And I put oh shady goodness. people on that list. So that next bull run, when they come back and people are like, oh, they have 500,000 million followers. They must yep. know what they're talking about. Talking about. Or no, 500,000 like, huh? and a board eight. You are you know, on yeah. my shade. That person's on my shady list. <laughs> Don't listen to them. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, you know, that's part of preparing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about, I've thought I about that. Oh my God, you're going to make I'm me here, choke. <laughs> I'm here for the long haul. Listen, I am here for the long haul. I'm not messing around. Yeah, you know, like you. I'm an artist. I'm an artist for life, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I... And, and I've been an artist for decades. I'm an artist for life. Like whatever form that takes, exactly. I'm an artist for life. I know that, you know, and I know that blockchain is not going anywhere. Exactly. You know? So, so I am trying to put systems in place for myself right now that will allow me to continue to grow and build into the future. So part of that is my shady list, you know, like <laughs> I want to know. No, seriously, like, you know, and, and it's, you know, and it's not anything that like, I'm not like publishing it. It's just for my personal. Yeah. To know what to avoid. Yeah. I wish, I wish everybody had that approach because (laughs) we're we're quick to forget, you know, and I, we're quick to forget. Once the bull run comes, you're going to see it. People are going to fall for the same tricks they fell for last time. They're going to run after info. They still do that. They, even in the bear market, they still do that where they run after influencers um, for whatever psychological reason they do that, I don't, you know, it's whatever, but, yeah, yeah. The, but people well, do that everywhere. It's not just web three. It's, it's well, yeah, true. That is know? true. But you would, we you can know. go back to like snake oil salesmen. Like, yeah. You know, you I would, mean, everywhere. You would think in a place where you can easily get wrecked, you would be more cautious. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it's but, the opposite too, where people can easily get wrecked, but then also people that we know you know, have made millions, like regular ass people, excuse my language, regular people, you know, so like <laughs> there's, and, but that's, and that's the part that's psychologically really hard, right? Like mm-hmm. after, after Bored Apes went, you know, parabolic, um, there were so many other collections that people latched onto, like, this is the next Bored Apes, this is the next Bored Apes. And got and wrecked, finally, yeah. Right, you know, and so like, and there was a minute where I was like, y'all, there is not going to be a next board another ape. board ape. Yep. There's there's just not going to be another board ape. There might be another thing that's gonna that's gonna look sort of similar in the same way that you'll be able to say afterwards. Oh, that was like that. But anybody who's saying they knew what the board apes was going to be, the only people that knew what the board apes was going to be are probably the VCs that were sitting in on Clubhouse who decided to like pump those. You know, okay, whatever. Anyways, um, you know, like the, like, and don't even. <laughs> Get me started. I can but, imagine. No, I mean, I'm just like, it just, um, and that's not to say like, you know, look, board apes, like I think they're doing, uh, they're doing great stuff, you know, like they're doing some, some pretty cool stuff, but, um, you know, there's a lot of collections that are doing some pretty cool stuff, stuff too, yeah. you know, 
Um, and they the, just, it's always it's always whoever gets. I think what three is also whoever gets the most hype. It doesn't necessarily, you know. I was again unpopular. I always have all the on the bad takes. <laughs> but I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and I was like, you know what? If I decided today that I just wanted to do shitty art, and I wanted to put more time into just having the right connections, it would work out better for me. Totally. And he agreed, and Isn't I was that sad. Like, it is sad, the, you know. It the, is sad. the most, the most, the most financially successful artists that I've seen, that I've, that at least that I've seen, the most financially successful artists are those, I think, are those who either have had um, business and particularly marketing backgrounds, mm-hmm. or they, or they are represented um, heavily by people who, who have those things, and you know, and decided to like take them on, you know, for whatever. But I mean, there's so many artists who are like wildly successful who have, you know, like their backgrounds are not necessarily art, you know? And like, and that's not to say that's, you know, it is, it's, it's, it is, it is, listen, it's part of, it, it is part of why I have, you know, I have always, even in the NFT space, like even in the NFT space, I had multiple other jobs. Yeah. You know, I finally, this year, I finally just, I said no. And I quit basically quit everything that I was doing for anybody else because I, I just realized like, you know, like this is, this is what I'm doing. Like I, there is, there is for all of the, for all of the nonsense here, there is opportunity. Like there, like I have a way to reach my audience in a way that I could only ever do in person before. Like, I have a way now and like, yeah, sure. People had that on, you know, Instagram or, uh, uh, you know, Facebook or whatever, whatever. (laughs) but you know, like all those other things, but it's, but there wasn't, there wasn't, it wasn't the same, you know, like, like there, there wasn't the, like, I think the audio apps really gave people an opportunity. The audio apps combined with NFTs, like really gave people a way to connect directly to, uh, to their audience, to their communities, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that is something that, you know, at least for me, um, I've really only been able to do, uh, in person. Um, you know, I, I like people. Um, I like talking to people. I like connecting with people. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, like that's, you know, that's part of, that's part of my, that's part of um, my joy as an artist or my, the part of what I get out of it, I guess, yeah. or I, I, you know, like part of what I love, like, I'm just, I like people, I'm a people person. And, um, and so to be able to have this way of, you know, letting people connect with, with me, with my work, um, you know, through these, you know, through the audio apps, through all this, you know, through mm-hmm. the NFT through blockchain technology, all of this stuff, um, like I just find really uh, I, I, gratifying. Like I'm, I'm grateful. I'm, grateful, I'm, yeah. so, I'm so grateful to have come across all of this when I did. You know? Yeah, um, absolutely, absolutely. And, yeah, and I, that's yeah. why I, I feel like it's so important for us to, you know, build um, a web three that we would love to see our yeah. you know, next generation in and Absolutely. be proud to claim outside. Like if somebody asked me, do I know what NFTs are these days? I said, what's the NF what? And I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 no, I only host the NFT talk show. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, but, um, yeah, you know, it, it, it is, um, what it is. Um, but yeah, we are approaching the end. Of, wow. The end of the oh, show. <laughs> I like talked your ear off, Tony. No, we I don't think I shut up once. <laughs> I'm like, the time went by really quickly. That is very strange. <laughs> We're it's the- NFT time. It's NFT. I know, right? Yeah, True. That's three time. Yeah, we know how goes fast that fast. goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yes, yeah, so I have one more question. I, this is a fun sure. question. Um, your art, you tend to use a lot of orange. Is there a story behind that? You know, that's interesting. That you, <laughs> that, that it, I do seem to be having like an orange phase right now. Yes, you are. Um, and actually, yeah, I, t- I am. And also like I, you know, this is interesting. I didn't, I don't know if I, I mean, I kind of noticed, but I didn't really like notice, notice. Um, I, there was a time where I like dressed a lot in orange also. <laughs> like, yeah. I had, I had an orange scarf that I would wear and like my, my bag was orange and I had these orange corduroy pants that I really liked. <laughs> You're channeling those days. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I don't know. I mean, my hair, my hair is orange, you know, and I, I, that I could be it too. <laughs> I mean, right. You know, like I, so my hair, like, I don't know if any, I mean, I'm sure there's somebody in the audience who grew up as a redhead, you know, as a, and, you know, I am sure that their experience was also something along the lines of always always being commented on for their red hair. Yeah. Um, especially if they were a young, uh, a young child with, uh, curly red springing curls. Oh God, you got a lot of, let me not say it. Go ahead. (laughs) When the movie, when the movie Annie came out, when the movie Annie came out in the early, right. In the early eighties. So like, so like it has always been like my hair has always been like that. And I was a really shy kid too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I, I don't read shy anymore, um, which is funny. Um, but, but you know, I can be, I can be a little shy, uh, but I was really shy as a kid and people would always like, Oh my gosh, it's Annie. It's Annie. Especially cause I grew up like outside of Hollywood, right? Like I was in LA. Yeah. Um, and so people would just like give me all this like attention. I was, you know, old ladies, like they would be like, do you know, I would kill for you. you know, people would kill for your color. Like all that kind yeah. of like, weird sort of <laughs> stuff that like as a kid, you're like, oh my God, you know, that's scary. Um, but I think that, I think that like in, you know, I think that, uh, there has been a way, um, with the color orange, maybe in particular where it feels like I'm kind of taking that ownership back. Uh-huh. Um, and I think also maybe right now, you know, maybe there is something right now. Like I, you know, I, um, I am not a spring chicken. I have <laughs> like, I have like white hairs coming out of my head. You know, I'm a mom. I have two young kids who I had a little bit later in life than, uh-huh. you know, a lot of other moms, which, you know, like, um, you know, and so there's, so there is, there is stuff about like, about, you know, aging and, um, uh, you know, maybe that, maybe I'm, maybe that those are some of the things that come to my mind as you're I'm, asking I'm me giving, this because I haven't, yeah, I'm giving I mean, you I an assignment. Really, <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I haven't like, that's not something that I, I don't think it's something that I did very consciously, consciously? I guess. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, those are just some things that kind of come to mind now. Like orange is a color that, um, that I, you know, that I have a relationship with, yeah. um, some, sometimes, sometimes, uh, more positive and sometimes a little less positive, I guess, throughout my life. Um, yeah. 
you know. And then there was also like just with color. I grew up uh, in an age where it was like, you can't wear red with pink because it clashes. You can't wear like, oh, you have red hair. You have red hair. You can't wear the color red or you can't wear the color pink because it just clashes with your hair. You know, and it's yeah. like for me, like I love clashing. <laughs> I love like when <laughs> colors are just like chaotic and like everything is oozing and and just kind of bleeding out every like all these like saturated, you know, colors and textures mm-hmm. and all that. So, you know, I think that I think that might be that all of those are are the thoughts that come to my head around that. <laughs> thanks this for is, thanks for an interesting question. I was gonna say this is gonna keep you up at night if you it is, I think. Maybe I have to write a little bit about it now. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, to wrap it up, um, what is next for Ashira? Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, I feel like I'm at the very beginning of like a massive sort of art explosion, Mm -hmm. um, for myself, like there, like the last up until like a couple, couple few months ago, um, like I was working really, really, really slowly. Um, and it felt like everything was like molasses, um, in terms of how I was working and, and just, you know, moving through stuff. And now, I feel like I'm in this, um, this like opposite moment where I'm just like, I'm just, I can't stop making work right now. Um, and I used to get kind of down on myself for, for like, for like the times when I wasn't making work very quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when I would make work quickly, I would somehow feel like, oh, like this isn't real or it's not like, or, or, or it's not, it didn't take me long enough or something, you know? And now I just see all of it as my art cycle and all of it as like, there's no, none of this work is slow, right? Like this work is, I'm making this work from decades of experience and decades of, and even a decade of saving the little tiny pieces that I work with, you know, Mm -hmm. pieces of papers and threads. Um, and so now, you know, now I guess what's coming next for me is, um, you know, finishing these collections, um, getting, you know, getting them out there. Um, honestly, uh, being more respectful towards my art in the way of giving it context for people to understand. So I feel like this work that I'm making now, um, like it deserves for me to write about it. You know, it deserves for me to, put it in context of the rest of my work and the rest of my life, you know? So for me, I think there's like a a serious um, sort of buckling down, I guess, in a way um, that I don't know I've done before Mm -hmm. um, in the sense of, you know, making, making this work uh, the most complete uh, that I can in all of the ways that I can make it complete. Um, and by putting it on the blockchain, by having it look for me, blockchain is not just about, um, you know, making and selling work. It's also a way for me to document my life and my story. It's also a way, a way for me to, um, to leave my legacy, yep. uh, you know, for my Agreed. kids, for, for my kids, for me as an artist, you know, who might not always have the words, you know, who, um, like, like, the, like I have collections that I'm, that I'm creating, um, that I don't even know if I'm going to sell, you know, like I just want those as a collection on a contract that I own versus mm-hmm. on Instagram or Facebook yeah. or someplace I don't own, yep. you know, like someplace that owns it, 
You know, yeah. like if I put up a piece of art on Instagram, Instagram can use it however they freaking well please, you know, sure. like, like I don't want that anymore. Um, you know, and everything is, everything is, you know, we make concessions everywhere, right? Like there's still value in putting artwork up on Instagram and there's still value in using social media right now. I think we are more in web 2.5 than web 3. Yes, we are. You know, <laughs> and we have, and we have a long way to go. Um, and so, you know, I am, I am, uh, like I said, I'm here, I'm here, I'm in it. I am, I am moving. I'm trying to, um, I am trying to move along with the ocean in the ways um, that that work for me, you know, yeah. and to leave myself and to keep myself flexible um, and to know that, you know, um, even with blockchain and how permanent we think it is, like, we don't actually know, you know, like, there's, who knows only what's going to happen. Tell. Right. Only time will tell. Yeah. But we can work with the information that we have, you know, and then mm -hmm. when we have new information, then we can do new things. So for me right now, like this is brilliant and perfect. And so I think what is next for me is that I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep pushing like what I always do, you know, like keep pushing, keep pushing my work, mm -hmm. keep pushing myself, keep pushing, you know, the space, keep, keep learning, keep doing, keep, you know, making connections and, you know, hanging out with people and stuff. And, uh, you know, all those good things, hopefully, <laughs> and hopefully, and hopefully balance that with like, you know, family and family life, and everything yeah. else and well, life, you know, so that we can just be good humans, I guess. Absolutely felt that, especially the yeah. balancing act. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> yep. Thank you so much, um, Ashira, for coming on the NFT talk show. It's been a pleasure um, chatting oh, with thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And like, yeah, you know, and if, if anybody wants to get in touch, um, feel free to hit me up on, on, on the social medias. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. But seriously, you know, you can like, I'm, I'm Ashira's art on most things right now mm -hmm. or Ashira, Ashira or Ashira's art. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, I, I, I'm just excited to like have, you know, have the ability to be making my work. And, and I, I feel really honored to, to even, to even be here to like, even be in, you know, in NFTs to even have an understanding of, yeah uh, of what's going on what's here going and, what on. This, and what this technology means, you know, like I, yeah. I just feel super grateful. Um, yeah. And I feel grateful for friends like you, Tony. Thank you. Yeah. Same here. Awesome. Feelings mutual. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. And thank you thank for you. not, for, for the laughs and making me almost choke on my own spit. <laughs> I don't even remember what I said, but I'm sure it was funny. <laughs> Well, thank goodness it was recorded that you can play it back. Awesome. <laughs> that All one right. time that I almost made Tony choke. That one time? That, 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 this one time? Yep. <laughs> this one time I was on Tony's podcast and you know what happened? Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Thank, thank you so much, Ashira. And like Ashira said, you can find Ashira on social media. And that is A-S-H-I-R-A, -A, Ashira. If you are looking for Ashira on Twitter, that is Ashira's art. Um, A-S-H-I-R-A-S-A-R-T is the Twitter handle. Um, if you want to keep up with Ashira, um, 
that is going to be it for today's episode of the nft talk show podcast you know what it is do not forget to subscribe do not forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell everybody to follow the nft talk show podcast and of course don't forget to follow us on our socials nft talk show on twitter instagram facebook tiktok and youtube and you know what it is i will catch you on the blockchain. Bye. Bye.